Amen. Okay, so uh, first of all, a big shkoyach to uh, Ezra Baron, I think. Yeah, Ezra, Ezra Baron sponsored, right? For sponsoring breakfast this morning. It was for him and for his birthday and everyone else's birthday, everyone's birthday, whatever. And it uh, should for all of us. It's only here, only here simchas and good things. Okay, so um, I figured that, you know, it's the summer at this time of year. So we'll put the, it's never, we'll put Sefer Yeshua on hold again. And uh, we'll learn a little bit of a different topic. So I think the, the thing is called, what would Eretz Yisrael look like if it was governed by halacha? So, uh, you know, obviously we'll be learning. So it's a Mitzvah Talmud Torah. But part of, you know, Chazal said that part of the things that we have to, uh, one of the big questions that were asked is, Sefer Yeshua, did you look towards salvation? Did you, uh, were you Mitzvah Yeshua? So I think part of that is not just, you know, dreaming about Mashiach and some like, you know, far off, uh, you know, far off idea. But uh, to Mamash see it in, in actuality and to see what, you know, to imagine what that would look like. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to imagine for ourselves, let's say, you know, not, you're not necessarily the head of the Sanhedrin, but you're just, uh, you're a Yid and you're coming to Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael is being governed by Halacha. It's with Mashiach, not Mashiach, but it's being governed by Halacha. And uh, let's see, let's take a step-by-step what the experience would be. And I think with that, we'll be able to realize that when we think of Gul, when we think of Mashiach, it doesn't have to be this overhaul of the entire system. Like, there's still going to be, like, uh, you know, the electrical system in Eretz Yisrael. It's still going to be the electrical system. You know what I'm saying? It's not, you don't have to redo everything. It's just a matter of... I mean, there's a lot of changes that would, that would have to happen, but, uh, but certain things are in place. The infrastructure is there, and there's nothing, uh, nothing necessarily wrong with that. So let's imagine to ourselves what that would be like, and we'll see, we'll see through that context, learning, and also maybe, uh, again, like I said, bringing the concept of Mashiach a little bit more to life. So when you get on the plane, you get to Eretz Yisrael, so I mean, for me it's been, it's been a while, but I think uh, the first thing that you have to deal with over there is customs, right? Like any country, you go in, you have to deal with customs in order to get in. So when the, the customs officer, right, by the, by the passport you know, area, so there are questions that they ask you. So what are the questions they ask you? Uh, you know, why are you here? What's the purpose of your visit? You know, did you pack your own bags? You know, are you bringing any uh, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, you know? So <clears throat> those are good questions. Nothing wrong with that. But let's see, in halacha, if the customs was established, alpi halacha, what would be some other questions that maybe they would be having to ask a person? Besides, like, you know, just making sure if you pack your own bags. So... Let, let's, let's investigate a couple mitzvahs that we have in Tyra, and from there we'll see uh, maybe again some other questions that, that halacha would require the customs agents to ask you when you come into the country. So we'll begin like this. In Marmokah number one, there's, there, there, are, there are two different psukim in Chumash, and we're going to be we're going to be talking about these two different psukim throughout the morning over here. Are they are they saying the same thing? Are they saying different things? So it's as follows. There's one mitzvah in Torah, there's one Pasuk in Chumash, which says, Loi Seichanem. What does Loi Seichanem mean? It's hard to translate, but as the Gemara translates, take a look at Maramukah number one, it's the Gemara in Avodah Zarah, Dafyutas, the Gemara says like this, Loi Seichanem. It's again, it's a Pasuk in Devarim. Loi Seichanem, Moshe says to the Jewish people, don't, this is a, this is a Pasuk referencing non-Jews in Eretz Yisrael. Loi seichanem. Don't do seichanem. What does that mean? So the Gemara interprets, Loi seitin lehem chaniya ba'aretz. This is a prohibition that the Gemara says, that's what loi seichanem means, that one is prohibited from giving property to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Loi seichanem. That if you have a, a guy, again, we'll, we'll see soon about this, but uh, uh, simply a guy that's Ivar of Adizara, that's an idol worshiper and so on, one is not allowed to sell property in Eretz Yisrael to such a person, to such a guy. That's the prohibition of Leisichanim. Okay. Now this is a, like I said, this is a Tzapasuk. It's a Gemara Navadizara. It's a Allah and Shulchanach. That's Allah. You're not allowed to sell property to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara talks about this in Navadizara that, again, we'll see more about this soon, that this halacha applies from a biblical level. This is a prohibition on selling property. Sigmar talks about this, that even renting, even uh, renting pro- a guy renting property from a Jew in Eretz Yisrael is also prohibited, albeit Midrabanan. And there's a whole, it's also, it's a whole to do, it's a, 
It's a lively, it's a lively sugi, but that's the iser of Loisichanim. Now, this, this prohibition of Loisichanim, this is a prohibition on any individual Jew. So you have property in Eretz Yisrael, and you want to sell it. And a non-Jew, let's get, we'll keep it simple, someone that's an oivet of a dezara, a non-Jew that's an idol worshiper, and he wants to buy it from you. So Loisichanim, there's a prohibition. You're not allowed to sell property in Eretz Yisrael to a non-Jew. Okay, that's the iser of Loisichanim. Now, meanwhile, there's another Pasuk, and this we're going to see whether this other Pasuk is saying the same thing, or is it saying something else. Maramokka number two, there's another Pasuk in Parshish Mishpatim. In Parshish Mishpatim, the, the, the context over there is talking about when we come to Eretz Yisrael, that we have to uh, get rid of all, uh, of all the neighbors over there, and, uh, and, and establish a Jewish, uh, Jewish country. So it says like this, it says in par- at the end of Parshish Mishpatim, Lo yeshu that you are not allowed to have them referring to uh, the, the nations of Canaan and so on, the, the, the idolatrous nations that you're going to meet when you get there. It's Yisrael. They, they are not allowed to be settled in your land. Because they might cause you to sin. They'll be serving there. It'll be a stumbling block for you. Okay. So this Pasuk again is telling us a prohibition, that you're not allowed to have these nations settled in Eretz Yisrael. They should not sit, they should not reside in Eretz Yisrael. So we have these two Psukim. You have these two Psukim. We have to figure out, are they saying the same thing or not? Again, Pasuk number one, which is a prohibition that you're not allowed to sell property to a guy in Eretz Yisrael. They're not allowed to be settled in the land. Don't give them the opportunity to be settled in the land. And then even other Pesach, they, they should not be living in Eretz Yisrael. So are these the same thing? Are they not the same thing? So this is a big to-do in the Rishonim. We'll take it step by step. So we're going to see about that. The, the, the prohibition of not selling property to a guy in Eretz Yisrael, that's certainly not just the seven nations. That's any guy that's an Oivar of Adazara, that's an idol worshiper, you're not allowed to sell him a piece of property in Eretz Yisrael. <clears throat> so we're going to see about that. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 the, the Pashtas. We'll see about that soon. But the question is, in this Pasuk of Eretz so is that the same thing or not? Because we do have this in Chumash, where the Torah will say in a mitzvah or so on, and we'll repeat it a number of times. So, but is this a repetition of Leisichanim? Is this a new mitzvah? So let's, take, let's, let's see inside. So we'll, we'll skip a little bit. If you go to Maramaka number four, let's start with the opinion of the Chinuch. The sheet of the Chinuch, I'll tell you outside, the sheet of the Chinuch is pretty much that this mitzvah of Leishu Bartzecha is the same thing as Leishichanim. It, it's, it's the same mitzvah, and it's just, the Pasuk is just repeating itself twice. So, for example, the Chinuch over there in Mitzvah Tzadi Dalad, which is on the Pasuk of Leishu Bartzecha, so says the, um, says the Chinuch, This is a prohibition, we're not allowed to uh, to uh, we're, not, we're not allowed to proactively facilitate idolatrous goyim living in Eretz Yisrael. Mishor mitzvah says the chinuch and the, the root of the mitzvah, the idea of the mitzvah, mashinigla b'kasa, the pasuk indicates itself. We shouldn't learn from their ways of avaydazar. Bidini ha-mitzvah, and says the chinuch, and what are the halachas of this mitzvah of le'eshu b'artzecha? Kigoyin, mashom r'chazal. So, so the, the chinuch then begins to quote the opinion, the, the, what we find in the Gemara of Avedizar, all the halachas of le'eshechanim. So again, without, we'll see soon a little bit more about this, but according to the chinuch, le'eshu b'artzecha, le'eshechanim, it's the same prohibition. In other words, according to the chinuch, there's a prohibition, and all we need to know is the Gemara Novadizar, which is that there's a prohibition of selling property to a non-Jew, a Novadizar in Eretz Yisrael. Again, uh, renting to a non-Jew would be prohibited midrabanon, and it's only if he's a Novadizar. Doesn't matter what nation he's from, but if he's a Novadizar, you're not allowed to leisichanim. You're not allowed to give him property in Eretz Yisrael. And the pasuk leyeshu etzach is the same thing. It's just repeating it over. That's the shita of the chinuch. Okay. <clears throat> On the other hand, there's the opinion of Rashi. And this is what Rashi what was indicated before. If you take a look at Maramukha number three, Rashi Masechus Giddin, yeah. Over the Zara. So Maramukha number three, Rashi and Giddin, Amemheim and Aleph, interprets the Pasuk of Leishu Bartzecha differently. Rashi and Giddin says as follows. I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside together. According to Rashi, these are two separate mitzvahs, two separate prohibitions. The Isra of Leishu as I said, applies to any non Jew. Whatever nation he's coming from, if he's an oivet of Adizara, you're not allowed to sell him property in Eretz Yisrael. And you can't see, and that prohibition, again, it's to any guy, 
but it's limited to selling him property. If you want to rent, rent, uh, renting property, that's prohibited midrabanan. And you take a look in the, in the Gemara Novi, this is over there, in the Allah and Shulchan Arch and Yeridea, also, even within that prohibition of, of renting, there are loopholes, there's ways to deal with it, but that's the Isser of Laisichanim. Rashi says that's all Laisichanim. But then there's a new mitzvah, which is called Layeshu Baratzacha. And Layeshu Baratzacha is something else. Layeshu Baratzacha is a new mitzvah, which says that specifically the seven nations, any member of the seven nations of Canaan, are not allowed to be residing in Eretz Yisrael, whether it be because they own property, whether it be because they're renting property, any, there, sh, there cannot be any, any residence in Eretz Yisrael for someone of the seven nations. And that's a new prohibition. So when it comes to someone from the seven nations, then there's an Isser of Layeshu Baratzecha, you're not allowed to facilitate any one of the seven nations living in Eretz Yisrael, whether it be by selling them property, whether it be by renting property, as long as they're living, trying to live in Eretz Yisrael with permanency, Layeshu Baratzecha. When it comes to a non-Jew that's not from the seven nations, Layeshu Baratzecha is not an issue. The issue that you have to deal with is Layeshu and Laisichanim, as I said, is limited specifically to, again, an idol worship, a guy that's an idol worshiper, and specifically to selling him property. Yeah. Can you apply the issue of both the, by somebody from the Shiva Amamin? Would you be able to both? You could, yeah, you could do it both, right. If, you, if you're selling to a guy from the Shiva Amamin, you'll be violating Laisichanim also. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's how, but that's how Rashi puts it. Laisichanim is for any oivet of a desara, but specific to selling property. And Loyesh Vartzecha is now specific to the Shiva Amen, that to give them dwe- dwelling in Eretz Yisrael, permanent dwelling, again, whether the, the, that's a problem, whether it be selling or whether it be, uh, whether it be renting. Rashi says, again, Maramok in number three, it's Rashi and Gidim, Memheim and Aleph, Loyesh Vartzecha, Beshiva Umaskseh, this is regarding the seven nations. And that's a specific prohibition unrelated to the prohibition of Loisichanim. Now let's, let's, let, let's try to. Uh, uh, better identify what the nature of this iser is, and maybe it'll, it'll become a little bit more clear. <clears throat> according to according to Rashi, this iser of of Layeshu Baratzecha, again, it's specific to the seven nations, and it's irrelevant whether you're giving him, whether you're selling him the property, or whether he's renting the property, as long as you're facilitating Yeshivas Haaretz, as long as you're facilitating this member of the seven nations living in Eretz Yisrael, that's a prohibition of Le'eshu Baratzecha. What's the nature of this Isser? So the way the Achorinim explained it is very simple. That according to Rashi, the nature of this Isser, Le'eshu Baratzecha, is that this is an undoing of the mitzvah of Kla Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael. In other words, the Rabbanu Shalom's intention is that Eretz Yisrael should be a place that Yidin live. So, okay, so Be'ez Hashem, it should be a place that Yidin live. And, and in order for that to happen, in order for Eretz Yisrael to be established as Eretz Yisrael and not Eretz Canaan, so you have to get rid of the Canaanim, and you have to replace them with Yidin, right? That's what it is. So says, the Achorinim explained that, that this prohibition of the Yishu Baratzecha is, if you allow one of the seven nations of, of Canaan to reside in Eretz Yisrael, that's, that's like actively undoing Eretz Yisrael as being a place for Yidin. It's one thing if you have a guy from another nation come and he's renting uh, a place, you know, he's living there forever. Okay, it's still called Eretz Yisrael. But in order for it to be Eretz Yisrael, you have to, you have to uh, remove... The, the, uh, you know, the previous tenants, you, know, you have to remove the previous inhabitants of Canaan and so on. If, you, if Yid facilitates one of the seven nations to be in Eretz, in Eretz Yisrael, then that's, that's a bittel, that's an undoing of the mitzvah of Yeshiva's arts, of Yeshiva's Eretz Yisrael. And so that's the nature of it. So, if, so the, because the identifying quality of, the, of that seven nations is not only the fact that they're from that nation, but it's also their Avdeva deserve of that nation. You threw, throughout Chomish, when the Rabbanu Shalom always talks about the, the Indian of the seven nations, it's always tied up with the fact that they're big Avdeva Dezar and the Te'evas that's going on over there. So when you have someone from the seven nations who's an Avdeva Dezar and you're le- allowing and facilitating him to live in Eretz Yisrael, that's a bittel in Yishuv Aretz, that's, that's undoing Eretz Yisrael's being a, our place, and you're giving, uh, you, you're letting Canaan hold on to it. And that's, that's the problem of the Yisr. That's in terms of, of Rashi. Does this mean that I have to actively stop them from trying to live so, there? It's not my... Like, so the Pashtas, as we're going to see about this soon, the Pashtas says, means that don't proactively help them. 
If they're there, they're there, but don't proactively help them. That's the Pasha's Leish of Ratzacha. That's according to Rashi. So according to Rashi, the nature of this Isser is what? Is, again, there's a mitzvah of Klal Yisrael living in Eretz Yisrael, of the land being defined as Eretz Yisrael and not Eretz Canaan. So to, to facilitate Canaani uh, and so on to live there, that's a bitl in what the Rabbanishal wants Eretz Yisrael to be, which is a place for Yidin and not uh, the original inhabitants of Canaan. Huh? The Pashtas is not, only the Kumbasai. That's the Pash. We'll see soon about that in the Rambam, but that's the Pashtas. That's all according to Rashi. Again, according to the Chinuch, according to the Chinuch, that there is no new prohibition of Yeshu Baratzecha. All there is is a prohibition of Yeshu which is not giving anyone, any non-Jew who is an Oivar of Adizara, uh, uh, selling him property in Eretz Yisrael. So... There's a, a chiddush from the from the Chazanish. If you take a look at Marmok number five, the Chazanish explains the nature of the Isser in that view of the chinuch in the following way. It's an interesting thing. The Chazanish again in Yordea, Simon Samachay, Ois Aleph. So he says as follows: She Isser litin loichania bekarka. The nature of this Isser of loisichanim, which again according to the chinuch is the only Isser to deal with. There is no new Isser of loyeshu bartzecha. Really, she Isser litin loichania bekarka. The idea of not selling a guy property in Eretz Yisrael. Again, he, he's not from the seven nations, so it's not about undoing, you know, the mitzvah of Yish of Haaretz. It's not about giving the old Canaanim some hold on the land. So what is the Isser? Whom we brought the mitzvah's beer over the czar. So says the Chazanish, it's really a, an extension and part of a much of, of a broader topic which we have in mitzvah, in Tyra, which is getting rid of avodah zaras from the world and getting rid of avodah zaras from Yidden. And that's the idea. And therefore says the Chazanish, really this prohibition of of not giving of a, an idol worshiper property in Eretz Yisrael, the idea is what? It's not so much because of Eretz Yisrael. It's that we don't want an idol worshiper being amongst Yidden. Because not only are, do we, you know, when, uh, we have many psukim, many mitzvahs in Chumash that, uh, that we want to divide between us and Avadizar. And so even Oivdi Avadizar, even idol worshippers, forget the, the, the idols themselves, even Oivdi Avadizar we want to stay away from. So it says the Pasik, in order to make sure to stay away from Avadizar to, to a large degree, don't even sell property. To a non-Jew, to a Neuver of Adizar in Eretz Yisrael. And says the Chazanish, and the truth is, this concept really should apply to Chutzlarts too, that whenever you have a Jewish neighborhood and you're selling your home, don't sell it to a Neuver of Adizar because it's going to be a bad influence on the, on the Jewish people in the community. It's impo- the Torah understood that it's impossible to, to do that. Uh, uh, such a thing in Gullus and so on would be impossible. So at least the Rav Shalom warned us not to do this in Eretz Yisrael. But this is the nature of the prohibition. It's not so much, again, about Yishuv uh, Haaretz, but it's more about staying away from Avadazar. Okay, so this is what we have so far, these two shitas. Again, so according to, according to the Chinuch, the only prohibition that we have in terms of, of having Goyim dwell in Eretz Yisrael is this prohibition of Lysichan, which is that it doesn't matter his genealogy, it doesn't matter what nation he's a part of. If he's a, officially an Ivan of Adizara, then you're not allowed to sell him property. If he's not an Ivan of Adizara, Gesundheit. If he is an Ivan of Adizara and you're trying to rent him property, it's also fine. But selling him, Lysichan, don't sell him property if he's an Ivan of Adizara. That's the sheet of the Chanach. And according to Rashi, we have a new, besides that, which is Lysichanim, we have a new mitzvah, which is Layeshu Baratzecha, that someone that's from the seven nations and he's in Ivar Vadizara, he's not allowed to have any dwelling, any permanent dwelling in Eretz Yisrael, even if it's just renting. That's the, that's the sheet of Rashi versus the Chinuch. Okay. Now, so, so that means, now comes the Rambam. The Rambam introduces us to a new, uh, a new definition of this mitzvah of Layeshu Baratzecha. <laughs> so let, let's put it this way. Until now, so if you're by customs, right? So let's go through the shitas, okay? We'll see how we paskin. But uh, you're a customs agent, okay? You have a guy coming in. So if it looks like a yid, okay, he's on tape. The guy looks like a non-Jew. So you have to ask him a couple of questions. So what questions do you have to ask him? So <clears throat> first of all, you have to find out, is this guy an avid of the czar? If he's not an Ovid of Adizara, then Gesundheit, whatever you want. You want to come to uh, buy property, coming to rent property, whatever it is. If you're not an Ovid of Adizara, then Gesundheit. <clears throat> so the first question you've got to ask is, you know, uh, what religion are you? And so on, like, what do you believe in? Mm-hmm. If the person is an Ovid of Adizara, 
Then, well, okay, so now, now what is the purpose of your visit? <laughs> that's, the pur- that, that's the question. What's the purpose of your visit? If the person says, listen, I'm here just uh, as a guest, I'm a tourist, I'm here for a little bit, whatever it is, okay, and until now we don't have any prohibition in that. If the person says, well, I'm here, I'm moving, I'm making aliyah, right, I'm moving here, okay, so now the question is like, what does that mean? You're coming here to buy property, or you're coming here to rent property? If you're coming to buy property, that's leisichanim, that's leisichanim, there's a prohibition, we're not allowed to have property of Eretz Yisrael, uh, we're not allowed to sell property to a non-Jew, to an Ovid of Adizar in Eretz Yisrael. That's for sure. So if the person says, listen, I'm here to buy property, you know, uh, the customs agents might have to take him to the side, you know what I mean, and, uh, and, and make sure that this doesn't happen. If the person says, I'm not here to buy property, I'm just here to rent property, I want to live in Eretz Yisrael, but I'm only here to rent. So then the question is, okay, what's your yichas? What's going to be your yichas? If the person comes from the seven nations, then the chinuch would say, still, then the, I'm sorry, Raji would say, it's still a problem. It's still a problem. Now, practically speaking, practically speaking, nowadays, we know the Gemara says this, and many halachas are affected by this, that nowadays, all the nations have been mixed up to each other to the point of where it's, not, it's no longer clear anymore who's Kanan, who's uh, Moyav, who's Amoy, and, and all these things. We, any guy that comes to you, you assume he's coming from the Roiv, which means that the Roiv of the world is not the seven nations. So practically speaking, uh, there will be no concern of Leyeshu Bartzecha, according to Rashi, a guy that comes to Eretz Yisrael. We have no reason to be concerned at all that he's from the seven nations. We just assume he's just one of the you know, majority of nations out there. And so then the question is, again, if he's an Ovid of the Zara, if he's an idol worshiper, then the only prohibition that we have to deal with is Leisichanim, that he shouldn't be able to buy property in Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> if he's not buying property, then Gizunteheit. <coughs> then Gizunteheit. That's so far... That's well, so for what the halacha would be. That's not. That's not. That, so there's this there, again. Like I said, there's there's there are bonans in place. So, but but in terms of midraisa, in terms of midraisa, wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So so again, that that's that's the darabanan. So Chazal asserted renting midraban. I'm not getting to the pratim over here about that. But again, you take a look in, in the halacha and shulchan aruch. There's deals to. There's ways to deal with the renting uh, prohibition. That's the idea. But now comes the Rambam. This is really what I wanted to, to get to, the sheet of the Rambam. Take a look at Marmuk number six. The Rambam says as follows. This is in Hilchas of Adizara, Paragyud. Now, the beginning of Paragyud, the Rambam is going through the details of the prohibition of Loisichanim. Okay? And again, like I said, that's a Pasuk, it's a mission of Adizara, it's Allah and Shulchanarch, and it's the Rambam as well. And Loisichanim, which is that any non-Jew that's an Oiv of Adizara, you're now let us sell him property in Eretz Yisrael, and even renting, Midrabanon, under certain conditions, even renting could also be an issue, and so on, all the halachas of Loisichanim. And that's, that's what the Rambam says, all about Loisichanim. Comes the Rambam in Halach Vav, the last halacha of the Parak. Marmok number six, it says around like this. And you should know. Everything that I've been talking about until now, which is all about the prohibition of Leisichanim. And again, within Leisichanim, so again, there's limitations. Maybe it's only selling property and not renting. All that, that's all talking about during Golis. That's all talking about during Golis, when we are exiled amongst the nations. And you just happen to have a yid that's living in Eretz Yisrael that wants to sell his house, so he has a prohibition to ma- he, ha- he has to make sure he doesn't sell to to a non-Jew that's an over the czar. Let's say we're all living in Eretz Yisrael, but the goyim are in charge. We're not in charge of ourselves. It says the Rama, but if we're living in Eretz Yisrael, if the Jewish government is in Eretz Yisrael and it's following halacha, and we're in charge of our own uh, of our own dealings. Then you are not allowed to allow any any idol worshiper in the land, on any level. Says the Rambam. I'm not talking about selling him property, and I'm not even talking about renting property to him. I'm talking about even him as a guest. No, non, any oivir of Adizara is not allowed entrance into Eretz Yisrael on any level for any time. Even if he's here just for a little bit, or he says, I'm just trying to get to, I'm just trying to, get to, to the Mediterranean, whatever it is, I'm just passing through. Nothing, absolutely no entrance to any non-Jew, that's an oivir of Adizara. Such a non-Jew is not allowed entrance into Eretz Yisrael. He has to become, he has to, you know, officially accept upon himself to live Shev Mitzvah 
and then he'll be allowed, allowed in. Shenamar, lo yeshu Says the Raman, that's the prohibition of lo yeshu afil fisha, even for a moment. Even for a moment. That's the, the site of the Rambam. So the Rambam comes with a huge chiddush. And the Achreinim and the Rishayim deal with this, where the Rambam, is, where the Rambam come, come up with this. But that's the sheet of the Rambam. So the sheet of the Rambam is, is that Layeshu Bartzecha is tak a new prohibition beyond Loisichanim. But, but again, in, in Loisichanim, that was the prohibition again. To any non Jew that's an Oiva Vadizara, you can't sell him property. You can't sell him property. Layeshu Bartzecha, says the Rambam, is much more expansive. It means that any non-Jew that's an of the Zara is not allowed to even step foot in the land. He's not allowed to step foot in the land. Selling a property for sure not. Renting a property for sure not. Even for the time, he's just traveling through nothing. No entrance into land if he's an Ovid of the Zara. And so that's what the Rambam says. And the only way he's going to be allowed entrance is if not, so it's interesting, the Rambam says, not only, it's not enough for him just not to be an Ovid of the Zara. He has to be makabal on himself, Shev Mitzvah and says the Rambam, Vim of Sheva Mitzvahs, and if he formally accepts upon himself Sheva Mitzvahs, then Then he now officially, we spoke about this once before, he's officially now considered to be a Ger Toshev. That's a, you know, a, a definition in Halacha. Yeah, he's not a full Ger, but he's what's called a Ger Toshev. He's called the Ger Toshev, means the Toshev means you're allowed to live in the land. So that's what a Ger Toshev means. A guy that accepted upon himself Sheva Mitzvahs. And there's Halachas, by the way, how this acceptance has to be. It has to be with a Bezdin. It has to be with, a, obviously, a kosher bezdin in a real formal way. And we spoke about this once, that the guy has to accept upon himself the Shev Mrs. Vineyach because it was told to us by Moshe Rabbeinu. It's a whole, uh, it's a whole to-do. It's like a gerus. And, and the Ram adds in over here. And you should know, the only time that we could officially be a ger is only at a time when Klai Yisrael is keeping the halachas of Yoivel. Which is nowadays we don't have. Well, you need you need uh, most of Klai Yisrael to be living in Eretz Yisrael for Yovel to uh, for Yovel to happen, and so only then could you officially have this acceptance of the Ger Taishav. I will shloi bezman when there's no Yovel happening. The only person that's going to be allowed entrance into the land is a Jew, whether he's born Jewish, converts, only full fledged yid. But anyone that's that's that a non Jew, a non Jew is only allowed to Eretz, in, into Eretz Yisrael. Is uh, if he becomes a ger Taishev. That's the chiddush. That's the side of the rabbi. No, it's not mashiach times. It's not mashiach. This is bizman sheyad yisrael takifon. The time that we're in charge of, of, of our own destiny. This this would be the halachas. This would be the halachas. <coughs> so according to the Rambam, what we're going to see about this in a moment. But again, bizman sheyad yisrael takifon. When we're in charge. They would not be allowed entrance. They would not let entrance. They would have to. What you would have, so according to the Rambam, what you have is as follows: by the customs you would have, the question would be asked: Are you Jewish? Valdek, if you're Jewish, did you put on film today? You know what I'm saying? That that would be the question. If you if the if the person is not Jewish, then then the question is: Were you ever like? Did you ever become a Gertaisha? You know what I mean? Are you a, are you an Ivan of a Dizar? You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm a Hindu, whatever Buddhist. You know, I mean, I'm a person's. A, you know, whatever it is, I'm an Ivan of a Dizar. So such a person would not be allowed entrance into the land. Person's like, I got all my bags already. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? I didn't do. I didn't call in advance. You know what I mean? So okay. So if you want it, you want to come into land, then they'll have a Bezdin set up on the side, and the person will go and see if he's willing to become a Gertaishev. If he becomes a Gertaishev, then he'd be allowed in. If not, then not. That's the that's the halacha. Say it again. Yeah, so you need, you're going to need you're going to need a lot of bate dinim. You're going to need a lot of bate dinim set up to establish this and to make the person a gertayshiv. Okay, so let, let let let's let's think about this for a second though. The Rambam said again. So according to Rambam, let's break it down. You have an iser of loisichanim, and you have an iser of loyeshu bartzech. Let's think about this for a second. Loisichanim says again, any guy that's an of Zara, you're not allowed to sell him property. Renting property again, midrash is not a problem. Fine. <laughs> And then you have an Isra of Layeshu Vartsech, which is if he's an Ivar of Zara, no entry at all, at all, at all, at all. So the question is when is the situation that you would only have Laysechanim to deal with? And when is the situation that now you have Layeshu Vartsecha to deal with as well? When is the situation that you would be allowed to rent an Ivar of Zara property in Eretz Yisrael, which would only which is again, you're only dealing with Laysechanim, but you don't have to worry about Layeshu Vartsecha. So, so take a look at Marmok number eight. The Chazanish just clarifies for us this idea. Again, the Chazanish over there in Yeridei Samachai he says as follows: It's clear from the Gemara of Vaydizara, Shein Isim in Hatayra Ella Mechira. 
That's what I've been saying, that the Isra of Loisichane, which is not to sell property to Goy, Neuvet of Adazar in Eretz Yisrael, the prohibition from the Torah is only selling. But renting is only a problem in the Rabbanon because of a Gzeira, you know, against Atu uh, 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 selling. So says the Chazanish, now one second, that means that So it means that obviously is talking about a time period where we would not have an issue of according to the Rambam. Because according to the Rambam, says, if you're an Ayvavadizara, you can't step foot on the soil. So what, so what, so, so the problem is in the Isra of Laisechanim, Laisechanim says you can step foot in the soil, just don't sell in property. You want to rent in property? Gzotet. When is that scenario? Why are you not, why is Laisechanim not recognizing Laisechanim Bartzecha? When is the scenario where Laisechanim Bartzecha kicks in? That you're not allowed to have any foot on the property of Eretz Yisrael, on the soil of Eretz Yisrael? And when do we say, no, that's irrelevant? The only thing you have to deal with is Laisechanim. Not selling in property, but renting is not an issue. When, when do we transition from Leisichanim to Leyeshu Baratzecha? So says the Chazanish, Uladasa Rambam, the Isr to Leyeshu, the Kol Evdi Vadizara. So according to the Rambam, that, that, that Leyeshu Baratzecha applies. So again, let, let's, let's break it down. Let, let's, let's go back for a second. According to Rashi, the, the, it's very clear. According to Rashi, Leyeshu Baratzecha. First of all, you know, Le'eshu Bartzecha applies only to the seven nations. So if you're a member of the seven nations, that's when we have to now open up the file of Le'eshu Bartzecha. If you're not from the seven nations, the only thing we have to worry about is Le'eshu So that's what I said before. According to Rashi, if the person's from the seven nations, then you're right. It's not going to be just a problem of, of selling property. You're not going to be allowed to rent in property either. Le'eshu Bartzecha. If he's not from the seven nations, okay, Le'eshu Bartzecha is irrelevant. The only thing to deal with is Le'eshu but according to the Rambam, the Rambam said, Le'eshu Bartzecha applies not just to seven nations. Any guy that's in Ivan of the Zara, Le'eshu Bartzecha, and Le'eshu Bartzecha was not only not to sell property, and it wasn't only not to rent property, it was, you, know, you, know, it's a step, you can't even step foot in the soil. And that's Le'eshu Bartzecha. But yet at the same time, there's another prohibition of Le'eshu which is limited only to selling property. What case is that? Mm-hmm. What, what, what guy is that talking about? Any, if he's a Novod of Adizara and he's under the, if, he's, if, 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 if it's a type of guy that's a Novod of Adizara that therefore would be under the, the, uh, the restrictions of Le'eshu he's under the restrictions of Le'eshu Baratzecha, which is, which is much more uh, extreme than Le'eshu So what's the scenario that Le'eshu would be the only issue and not Le'eshu Baratzecha? Again, according to Rashi, it's an, if you're not one of the seven nations, then it's just Le'eshu but according to the Rambam, that any guy that's an of Adizara has an, an Isra of Layeshu Baratzecha, so what's the scenario where you would only have to be dealing with Lasikhanim? So says the Chazanish, the answer is hinted to in the Rambam himself. The Rambam told us, let's go back to Marmok number 60, read the words of the Rambam. Says the Rambam, Says the Rambam himself. That there, the line between Leisichanim and Leishu Bartzecha is what is what's the situation with Klal Yisrael? Are we in Galus? Are we in control of Eretz Yisrael or not? Says the Rambam clear. When you're dealing with a tukuf with a time period over Klal Yisrael is in Galus among the nations of the world, or even when we're in Eretz Yisrael but we're not, we don't have our own sovereignty. That's when the only prohibition you have to deal with is Leisichanim. But when you're dealing with a tukufa where Klal Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael, right? And what? And we're in control of our own destiny. That's when the switch turns on for Le'eshu Bartzecha. That's the that's the, the that's the side of the Rambam. Again, the, the Chazanish makes this clear. Go back to Marmokin number eight, the third line. The Chazanish says like this: According to the Uladas Rambam, according to the Rambam, the Isra de Le'eshu b'Kol According to the Rambam, that Le'eshu Bartzecha prohibits all goyim that are Avdivadizara. Uh, for, uh, and it, and, and it, it restricts them completely from being in the land, much more, much be, much more beyond Leisichanim. So when is the scenario that Leisichanim would be the only thing to think about? Ayri has sugya, so that's sugya of Adizar, which is talking about Leisichanim, bizman she'en yad Yisrael takifa. That's talking about a time of where we're not in control of Eretz Yisrael. And we can't be, we're not, we're not uh, all living there. And Lagarish uh, of the and so on. That's when Leisichanim kicks in. But when you're dealing with a Tkufa, like I said, imagining such a thing where we're all in Eretz Yisrael and we have sovereignty and it's being governed by Halach and so on, that's when Leishu Baratzecha kicks in. 
Okay. So, so, so again, as I said, so this is what comes out according to the Rambam. Again, what comes to the Rambam, just to clarify, according to the Rambam, is as follows. There's two different tekufas in Jewish history. It, when you're dealing with a tekufa where Klai Yisrael are not living in I'm not talking about Mashiach or the Beis Hamikdash, but Klai Yisrael are not living in Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz Yisrael is not Biyadeinu in such a degree. Then, then the only prohibition that we have to deal with is Leisichanim. And what does Leisichanim mean? Leisichanim means that a guy that's an oivr of a Dezara, you're now allowed to sell him property in Eretz Yisrael. That's Leisichanim. Says the Ramam though, but once you switched Kufas, and you're now in a time period of what? Over Klai Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael is Biyadeinu on all levels. So now kicks in a new mitzvah, which is called Leyeshu Bartzecha. And Leyeshu Bartzecha says, no guy that's an Ovevazar has any entrance into the land. And even if he promises and pinky swears that he's never going to serve with the Zara again, it's not good enough until he's at Ger Taishev. That's the, that's the sheet of the Ramam Leyeshu Bartzecha. Now this, this idea that the difference between Klal Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael and us being in control of the land versus not being in control of the land, this, this is a, a very, very interesting point. Because the Pashtas would be, when we think of, 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 of Eretz Yisrael, whether we're there, whether we're in control or not, we don't necessarily think of it as like it actually changes anything. It's just a matter of like, practically. In other words... You know, I'll put it this way. Right now, there's a mitzvah on, on Klai Yisrael, let's say, to build a base in Megdash. So why are we not building a base in Megdash? Practicalities, practically. But whether we're in control of the land or not doesn't, doesn't necessarily, for many mitzvahs, doesn't necessarily make an inherent difference. Like, oh, if we're not in Eretz Yisrael, then these mitzvahs don't apply. If we're in Eretz Yisrael, then, then, they, then they do apply. The Chiddush in L'Yeshu Baratzecha, in the Ramam is, is that only when Kla Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael and we're in control of the land does this mitzvah Le'eshu Baratzecha kick in. And until that happens, then Le'eshu Baratzecha, it's not just Le'eshu Baratzecha can't be fulfilled. It's like an oinus, we can't do it. We're not, we're not in control, what can we do? No, no, no. The mitzvah Le'eshu Baratzecha doesn't apply. So you have, you have these two, the, the, sort of, in those, let's put it this way. Hal, halachically speaking, there are two different tekufas and two different, uh, 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 two different, uh, Statuses of Eretz Yisrael. There's Eretz Yisrael when it's under our control, and there's Eretz Yisrael when it's not under our control. And whether an Eretz Yisrael under our control versus Eretz Yisrael not under our control is fundamentally different. And the halachas governing the land are fundamentally different. When Eretz Yisrael is not under our control, then the only prohibition that that officially uh, exists for us is leisichane, not to sell property to a non-Jew. That's an Ivan of a desire. And Loyesha Baratsecha is dormant. Not just that we can't fulfill it practically, it's dormant. Fundamentally, it's dormant. Therefore, if you have a, a, a non Jew that's, uh, again, an Ivan of a desire in that wants to rent property, Gazontahit. Again, you have to deal with the Dura abundance. But Midraisa, Gazontahit. When all of a sudden you're dealing with a Tkufa, where Yad Yisrael Takifa, where we're in Eretz Yisrael, we're in control of the land, then all of a sudden the Mitzvah Loyesha Baratsecha wakes up. And that becomes dominant. And now the prohibition applies to all things. You can't rent him. You can't, you can't even allow him uh, to be a tourist. Nothing. Until he becomes an, uh, an official Ger Taishif. So this is the Chiddush. Is that Eretz Yisrael, there's something, there's something changing in the nature of Eretz Yisrael between whether it's at a time of where we're in the land and we're in control or whether we're not in control. And only, and, and let's understand the nature of this prohibition. When, when Klai Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael and you have this prohibition of Le'eshu Baratzecha and it's, and it's active, right? Le'eshu Baratzecha means that no non-Jew that's never the Zerah is allowed to step foot on the land of Eretz Yisrael. Why not? So take a look at Marmokim number, uh, number seven. Okay, let's go like this. We'll get a little bit out of order. Marmokim number seven. The Ramban in, in, in Vayikra. The Ramban says as follows, and the Ramban is telling us the, the essential re- nature and reason why why there's, there should be such a prohibition that no non-Jew, that anyone that has any shaykhis tavoy is allowed foot in the, in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Says the Ramban, the Ramban as follows, Eretz Yisrael emtsois hayishav, Eretz Yisrael, which is the center of the world, Hinachla Sashem is the a land that's considered to be the inheritance of the Rabbanu Shalom, and it's defined as what? As a place that's fundamentally designated for the name of Hashem. That's what Eretz Yisrael is. Mm-hmm. 
Right? It's a well-known thing, the Ramban says, and every nation in the world, every place on earth has a Malach that's in charge, right? Except for Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael doesn't have a Malach that's in charge of it. There's no Malach that's in charge, that has any dominance over Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael is a place on earth that's specifically designated for Shem Hashem, for Hashem's name. Therefore, based on this Ramban, the prohibition of Le'eshul Baratzecha in the Rambam is, is that the very nature of Eretz Yisrael, the very nature of Eretz Yisrael is that this is a place that's completely makush, or completely rooted and deeply attached to what? To Yichad Hashem. To the unification of Hashem's name, of Hashem Echad. Ad Kedekach, that even Malachim are not allowed to have any power in Eretz Yisrael. That's how much Eretz Yisrael is deeply rooted in Yichad Hashem and Vashem Malachim Hashem Echad. Therefore, says the Rambam, the prohibition of Le'eshu Baratzecha says that any guy that has any shaykhis to avoid the Zohar, which is the opposite of Hashem Echad, is not allowed to entrance into the land. Let, let, let's break it down. In Rashi, the prohibition of Le'eshu Baratzecha was the mitzvah of, we, there's a mitzvah of Kal Yisrael to live in Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz Yisrael should be Eretz Yisrael and not Eretz Canaan. So if you give one of the seven nations residence in Eretz Yisrael, that's undermining Eretz Yisrael being our country. According to the Chinuch, that the, the, the issue that we had to deal with is what? Is just getting rid of, of, of the Zara, staying away from the Zara. And like the Chazanish said, it, 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 would, it would apply to Chutzlarts too. It's just it's too hard to, to apply to Chutzlarts. But in the Rambam, there's something else going on, which is that the land itself, the land itself repels anything that has any, that any anything that has smells of the Zara, the land itself repels. And not a matter, it doesn't matter if, if, it's, if it's permanent dwelling, not permanent dwelling. Anything that has anything to do with Eretz Yisrael, there's a bubble around Eretz Yisrael. Anything allowed entrance, it has to be Yichar Hashem. It has to be something that's Shaykh to Yichar Hashem. If it's something that's the opposite of Yichar Hashem, then all of a sudden the land itself repels it. And if it could be permanent, not permanent, tourist, traveling through business, whatever, it doesn't make a difference. The land itself has to be Yichar, has to be Yichar to Hashem's name. Now, because of that, we have a principle from the Maharal, and we're going to see this in a second. The morale says as follows. The Gemara says, it's based, it's, it, in Maramukah number 9, the morale in, in this in Chedusha Agad, this in Mesecha Sanhedrin, Kuf Yudal Ramad Aleph. The Gemara says, it's, it was, it's, in the Gemara, there's a Gemara in Gidden that just a, few, a little bit ago, I think in Dafyami, the Gemara says, the Gemara talks about Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael is described as an Eretz Tzvi. What does it mean, Eretz Tzvi, land of a deer? So the Gemara says that if you took the numbers of Yidden that lived in Eretz Yisrael, like it doesn't make any sense how they fit there. So the Gemara says that the reason to explain it is that Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tzvi. If you take a, if you skin a deer, it doesn't make sense. You know, the, the, the skin like shrinks. It doesn't make sense how that animal could fit into its own skin. Teretz is okay. That's the way it is. When it's when it's attached, it works. So it says the Gemara is the same thing. When Klal Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael, the land expands. It somehow it works together. When you take the Yidden out, it's like how that happened. So says the morale, in, to explain that in, in a more, uh, in a pimistic way, so the morale says in Chalisha Gadda, like this, Kashi Yishvel Leha. When Klai Yisrael are living in Eretz Yisrael, Va'az Ha'aretz Hinim Seis Says the morale, our relationship with Eretz Yisrael is a unique one. It's not just, like, listen, every nation has a land, and you have to live somewhere, so that's your, that's your address. Eretz Yisrael is not like that. Eretz Yisrael is not just an address that we live in. Eretz Yisrael is a place that act, it, 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 it's a living, breathing entity, so to speak. It's, 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 it's deeply rooted with, with Kla Yisrael. Mm-hmm. Says the Maral, when Kla Yisrael live in Eretz Yisrael, Oz Haaretz Nimses Bepoyal, that's when Eretz Yisrael actually really expresses itself in full. So in other words, like in that Gemara, when Kla Yisrael are not in the land, the land shrinks. It's like it coils in, it sticks its head back, it's like a turtle, it sticks its head back into its shell. It's not being itself. When is Eretz Yisrael truly itself and it really expresses itself and it's comfortable to be itself when Kala Yisrael are in the land? So when Kala Yisrael are in the land, Eretz Yisrael is bigger than it, than, it, than it usually is. Because really, Eretz Yisrael is a big place, but when we're not there, it shrinks. So it's not just an address that we live in, it's, it's an entity, it's, 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 a, it's a partner with Kala Yisrael. And when Kala Yisrael are there, Eretz Yisrael is, is able to express itself in full. So he says like this, Kashi Yeshvela, again, when Klai Yisrael are in the land, that's when, that's when the land is active, the land 
actualizes itself. And when something is active and something is actualizing itself, it expresses itself in completion, in full, you could identify what it is in truth. In other words, from this principle of morale, what are we seeing? From the morale you see is that if you really want to, the, the, the inherent and essential nature of the land is only expressed when Klai Yisrael are in the land. When Klai Yisrael are in the land, that's when the inherent nature of what Eretz Yisrael is comes to the surface. When we're not in the land, or even when we're in the land, but we're not in control, so to a certain degree, we're not really there, we're not really in control of it, then what Eretz Yisrael is is also not clear. Eretz Yisrael also shrinks and, 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 you know, and, and, and sticks its head back into its shell, and it just is a piece of property. But when Klai Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael, then all of a sudden Eretz Yisrael is comfortable with itself, and it can begin to express to the world what it truly is. So let, let's put it all together. When Klai Yisrael are not in Eretz Yisrael, or when we're there but we're not in control, then what? Then, then the only issue is Leisei like we said from the Rambam, right? The only issue is Leisei not to sell a guy property in, in the land. That's the answer of Leisei because of the Zara and so on. But all of a sudden, when, you're, when Klai Yisrael are in the land, what happens when we're in the land? When we're mamish in the land and we're in control, then Eretz Yisrael begins to express what it truly is. And what is Eretz Yisrael in, in truth? Eretz Yisrael is a place of Yichar Hashem. So when, when Klai Yisrael are in Eretz Yisrael, then Eretz Yisrael expresses itself as what? As a place that's saturated, that's, that's glowing, and that's emanating Hashem Echad. And so Memele, at that point, anything that's not Hashem Echad is, is repelled by the land itself. So says the Rambam, when Klai Yisrael are living in Eretz Yisrael, now what, what surfaces is the new prohibition of Layeshu Bartzecha. And Layeshu Bartzecha is extreme. Anyone that has any shaykhis, Tavay Zara, no entrance into land at all. We ask the question, why is it that all of a sudden when we're in the land, now Layeshu Bartzecha kicks in? Like Vasepis. If we're not in the land, then why, why are we ignoring Layeshu Bartzecha? It's just we can't, we can't, uh, you know, we, we can't uh, practically keep it. Well, if, I, if this guy is coming to me to rent my house, then I could practically make sure that he doesn't stay in the land by not renting it to him. So what is it about, what is it about that Klai Yisrael being an Eretz Yisrael that all of a sudden like, turns on the switch of Le'eshu Bar-Tzecha? The answer is, again, the nature of Le'eshu Bar-Tzecha is the land itself is a land that's saturated with Yichar Hashem. But that inner truth of what Eretz Yisrael is only surfaces when Klai Yisrael are in the land. So this is, this is the chiddush that, that, that we're coming out with over here, which is, is that us being in Eretz Yisrael is not just a nice thing for us. The land itself is not, being, is not able to be itself until we're there. And when Klai Yisrael returns to Eretz Yisrael with strength and, 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 uh, and, and controls it the way it's supposed to be controlled, not with any uh, uh, the nations of the world on top, then, then that, that's not just good for us. The land itself is able to, to be unpackaged. The land itself is able to express what it truly is. Just to end off, if you take a look at Maramukha number 10, this is a, a few lines from Rav Cook in, uh, in the Sefer Iris, in the part of Eretz piece, the, the, the section of Eretz Yisrael, the first piece. So I've quoted this before, but it's a beautiful, beautiful sentence. He says, Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael is not a superficial thing. Kinyan chitzayin luma, a superficial acquisition that a nation owns. Eretz Yisrael is not just a country, an acquisition that we have in order to make sure that, we, that we're able as a nation to sustain ourselves physically and even spiritually, just like we need an address. That's not what Eretz Yisrael is. Eretz Yisrael hi chativa atzmusis kishur Eretz Yisrael is an entity that's deeply bound with the inner life of the Jewish people itself. And the essential nature of what the land is only expresses itself when the Jewish people as a whole are partnering with it. So what Eretz Yisrael is, there's two Eretz Yisraels, there's two, there's two versions of Eretz Yisrael, there's two dimensions of Eretz Yisrael. When we're not in the land, Eretz Yisrael itself is only, 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 is only experienced, is only seen as a piece of property. But all of a sudden when we come into the land, then the land itself opens up and shows what it is, and by the land showing what it is, it also shows what we are. And this, and this inner truth, who we are, and the inner truth, what the land is, surfaces only when we come together. And so, again, when we come to Eretz Yisrael as, as, as a Klal Yisrael, it's not just good for us, 
and this because now we have a place or whatever. It, 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 what the land is will, ne- will then be able to surface, and who we are as the people of the land will be able to surface. So we're both in, in a situation of Gaulus where we're detached from the land, the land shrinks and the people shrink. But when we come together, that's when we can be ourselves and who we are is expressed through the land and who the land is is, expre- is expressed through us. And again, that's what's going on over here. That the, 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 the mitzvah that truly expresses the nature of the land itself and the nature of the people of the land is Le'eshu Baratzach, which is anything that has anything to do with not Shema Yisrael Shema Kedeshem Echad, is completely repelled by the land. But that, and again, that's an expression of deeply what Eretz Yisrael is, which is a place of Hashem Echad, and the people of Eretz Yisrael, which is Klai Yisrael, is a nation of Hashem Echad. But that deeper truth of who we are, of a nation of Hashem Echad, and what the land is, a land of Hashem Echad, only becomes clear and apparent and surfaces when we come together. So that's what the Ramam is saying. When Klai Yisrael are living in Eretz Yisrael, then the Halach of the Yishu Baratzecha kicks in. If we're not living in Eretz Yisrael, then Eretz Yisrael doesn't have uh, that repelling, uh, that doesn't have, doesn't, is not repelled, repulsive of Adizar, and we're not repulsive of Adizar, because we're not being, because uh, our true uh, uh, selves are not being expressed, and the land is not being expressed probably. When we come together, that's, when, that's, that's the truth of Hashem Echad on the land, and Hashem Echad in us comes out. That's what Rav Kook is saying, is saying to us, that Eretz Yisrael, he chativat again, that the land is, Eretz Yisrael is, is, uh, is an entity that's deeply bound the Kesher with the living nature of the of the people herself. and it's bound with the inner quality of the people of the land. Therefore, says Rav Kook, because of this, it's impossible to truly identify the inner nature of the land itself, unless you could also at the same time identify the essential nature of the people of Eretz Yisrael, the people of the land, of Kal Yisrael, and they come together. And that's what's going on, that's what Yeshua Baratzecha. So, so again, this is, just to break it down, there's a, there's a, the, the tradition is, uh, most Achranim say this, is that when, when it comes to these halachas that are, that are more, uh, for Yomai Mashiach, we pass them like the Rambam, that's usually... That's usually tradition. So Allah Lamaisa. So Allah Lamaisa, according to the Rambam, when it comes to a takufa of where Kla Yisrael are back in Eretz Yisrael and Yad Yisrael Takifa and we're in control and it's being run by Halacha, then at that moment, at that moment, the land itself will be able to express itself properly, will be able to express ourselves properly, and what it is expressed by that union of Kla Yisrael with the land is that that Hashem Echad, Echad, you know, that we are the that that Klai Yisrael and the land are a single entity that is completely focused and completely attached to one single truth, which is Hashem Echad. And anything that has anything to do with not Hashem Echad, and is the opposite of Hashem Echad, is completely off limits and completely repelled by the people of the land. And therefore, says the Ramam, when the union takes place, and that inner truth of who we are and where the land is surfaces, then kicks in the mitzvah of which is that any guy that has any shaykhist of Zara, even if he says he's never going to do Avaydah Zara again, unless he completely eradicates from his entire essence a shaykhist of Zara by becoming a Gertayshev, is completely not allowed into the land. And that's going to be the halacha So the question is going to be are you a Avaydah Zara? Are you a Gertayshev? Not a Gertayshev? If the person is not a Gertayshev, no entrance. You want to be a Gertayshev? Here's a Bezdin, we'll be able to, uh, to work it out. But, uh, but that'll be the halacha. And that's, again, like I said, the panemis of this is expressing what the land is and who we are, and that inner truth of the land being a place of Hashem Echad, and Klai being a nation of Hashem Echad, only really surfaces when that union takes place between us and the land. And we should be zeichet to, uh, to see that. Amen. Amen.